This podcast is designed to help those who are just starting out on their journey to financial independence by dispelling the myths behind what it takes to be successful. It's about getting past the hype and getting to the core of what it really means to be an entrepreneur. It's not about money, popularity, recognition, or clout. Because being an entrepreneur isn't always glamorous. It's dirty work. It's not always fun. It can grind you down. And it's not always profitable. But it's empowering. We'll build your mindset, define your plan, shape your perspective, and grow your vision while grounding your expectations so your success is built on a solid foundation that can withstand the pressures of building something for yourself. If you really want to know what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur, and this message resonates with you, then entrepreneurs, we should talk. Choose your clients for long-term success and not short-term fails. I'm David Ordonez, and now that you're here, we should talk. So clients have tons of ways to weed out while they're shopping around. They like to tell each other, and not just clients, but consumers in general, love to tell each other how to get discounts, how to get workarounds, coupons, disc, you know, um, closeouts, how to get more for their money. And there's tons of ways that they do it. I mean, we all know them. We all know the different types of ways, right? Again, they refer each other to people who offer them great deals. They only buy on sale. They ask about return policies, guarantees, et cetera, et cetera. They ask about all those kinds of things, right? Experience, what's included, are there payment plans? Right? Can you add anything as a bonus or an extra? When you hear those kinds of questions, you should automatically be sifting through all of that and coming to a conclusion. Is this a high-value customer or is this a low-value customer? And why is this important for us? Well, it's important to us because we need to establish who our clientele base is going to be. And this is what's going to dictate long-term success or short-term wins, which are really fails. And let's let's dig into this. So, first of all, why do we never hear about business owners and how they should weed out bad clients? So, this is really the point of this conversation. How do we protect ourselves? And I'd like for us to share this information the way that these low you know, the, these low-value clients weed us out. Let's let's spread the word on this. Okay, so what is a bad client? A bad client is the type, of, the type of client that doesn't see the value in you. They don't value you. They just want to see what you can do in the right now. They don't see your worth, meaning they don't see how you can actually help them how you can keep helping them, how maybe you can even help them grow or see things differently. They just worry about the right now. Kind of like renting a movie. I just want it now. I don't want to own it. I just want it right now because it's cheaper and it's just a distraction. Okay? They don't value your efforts. The time that you put in, the time, care, and attention that you put in, they don't value that because they just see it as included in the price. It's what you should be doing. It's your job. 
Now, sure, it is our job. But does that mean that when I go to a restaurant, I don't leave a good tip or say thank you for serving me? Because that's their job. I don't appreciate how they do their job. Or anywhere else, I'm just giving you this example because it's a very basic example that we can all relate to. So am I not supposed to value you just because it's your job? But it's okay for them to do it to us, right? Hmm. Okay. They only see the value in themselves. They don't appreciate your hard work. They only value and appreciate their hard work. They don't want to give you money because it's spending the only money that is, they interest them is the money that they make and how hard they work for that money. It's actually your burden that they have to actually be paying. Think about that. I mean, that sucks having those type of clients. So let's take it a step further. If those types of clients, right, low value customers, we've already defined what they are. Why don't we want them? You know, apart from not appreciating our time, why don't we want them? Well, the reason being is let's let's think about this. You should not try to build your business on wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That means you should focus on growing a business for long-term success by repeat customers. Is a low-value customer the type of repeat customer that you want? Because let me tell you, The more they come back to you, the more discounts they're going to want to get get because, hey, I'm a great customer. Oh, why don't you throw this in? I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Right? Hey, let's be honest. You know, we get it. They want to save a buck. But is that fair to us? Because we are the only ones that can protect our valley, right? Now, let's take it even a step further. Apart from them being our repeat customers that they don't want to pay and don't value us. We also want to grow business from referrals. Let me tell you this. A cheapskate will only refer you to other cheapskates. Somebody who doesn't value your work and is only looking for a quick resolution and for you to do your job is only going to refer you to people like-minded. People Stay friends and stay in circles of people that they identify with, not people that they don't identify with. To put it bluntly, broke people and rich people do not often intermingle. And I'm not talking about broken rich just as a monetary value. No, I mean as far as mentality and perspective is concerned because seeing the value in somebody or not seeing the value defines either a rich mindset or a poor mindset facts okay so let's talk about and define now what a high value customer is a high value customer is somebody who appreciates your time appreciates your effort appreciates your input Appreciate your experience. Appreciate your time. Seeks out your input. Is open to suggestions. Is never expecting you to do your job. They are expecting you to help. They focus on the outcome. They focus on the results. 
They appreciate that you decided to help them. A high-value customer thanks you for taking their money once your services are rendered. A high-value customer will call you back without expecting a refund, I'm sorry, a discount or a bonuses or a throw this in or that in. Or, hey, I'm such a great customer. Can I get a free one this time? All they want from you in return is for you to keep being who and what you were when you first met. The experience that you gave them on that first job that you did for them, first project, the first coaching session, that's what they want. And they're willing to pay for it because they appreciate it. Because they have a rich mindset. And they see the value in you. Think about that. Why do we want those types of customers? Well, as we just said, because if they're repeat customers, they're going to pay you what you're worth. And who sets the price on what you're worth? You do. As long as you show up when you said you're going to show up and you do what you said you were going to do, they are happy. And they will thank you every single time that they pay you. They'll be ecstatic. And they'll mean it. It's not a thank you as pleasantry or as good manners. They mean it when they tell you, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. They really do. Let's take it a step further. A high-value customer will refer you to like-minded customers, to like-minded clients. Now, those like-minded clients that call you, they're going to know your worth. They're going to see your worth. They're going to see your value. They appreciate your input. They appreciate your time and effort. They're willing to take suggestions. They will thank you and mean it when you're done. And they will thank you for taking their money. That's the type of customer that you want to build the foundation of your business on. Because they will always stay with you as long as you give them the same experience that they're expecting. And they will refer you to like-minded people. They won't try to lowball you. They won't ask for extras. Think about that. Now, I know that it's very common. Some of the things that are, are common things that are are, are commonly spread and talked about is, for example, if you keep your rates competitive, if you keep your rates low, you'll be busier, you'll get more work. So you'll earn more money because you're working more, you have more clients. Well, okay, so then there's power in numbers is really what they're saying. But here's the problem with that, though. First of all, why would you take advice from people who are broke? People who are not running successful businesses. People who aren't doing what it is that you're doing. Why would you take advice from somebody who has not proven, who has not put the money where their mouth is, who is not in your position and has not been? Why would you take advice from them? Why are you even having this conversation with them? That's what I'd like to know. Because the fact of the matter is most people that tell you that, now let me correct myself, all the people that tell you that 
are not successful. They don't run their own business. And if they do run their own business, they're not doing well. And they will not be around for very long. Because it's true, if you lower your prices, you're going to have more more customers, more clients, more work. However, you're going to be killing yourself because you're going to be working double just to try to make a decent living. And every single time that those people come back are going to be asking for a discount because they're such a great customer. So why are you even paying attention to broke people? People who have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. You wouldn't take fitness advice or advice on how to build a competitive physique from somebody who is morbidly obese. Nothing against morbidly obese people. I'm just saying, if you want tips on how to have a competitive physique in the gym, you ask somebody who looks like that. Doesn't that make sense? If you want to be healthy, you ask questions to healthy people, not unhealthy people. You don't ask your friends who can't keep a relationship, relationship advice. It doesn't work. Whatever it is that they think should be done is obviously not working. It's wrong. So it's about time that we stop listening to all this common wisdom about how to run a business. Stop listening. And don't be afraid to tell them that they're wrong. And that could be as simple as, oh, okay, so how good is your business doing right now? Or something along those lines. Because let me tell you, lowering your prices so that you get more customers will work for a short time. But like I said, you're always going to be hunting for new customers, new clients, because they're not worth it. They disappear the next, the, the moment the next person gives them a $50 discount. I promise you. Yes, they will leave you for $50, even less. Why? Because it's not about value. It's not about worth. It's not about any of that. So let's stop listening to all this wisdom from people who have no clue. Because you know what also works and allows you to make more money? Charging more. That's right. There's only two ways to make more money. Do more work or charge more money. And guess what happens when you charge more money? You make more money. And guess what else happens? You make more money without having to work as many hours. Let me say that again. You can either lower your rates to double your clients, to double the amount of work that you're doing, to earn a living wage, or you can charge more money, have less clients, spend less time helping them, while you make more money. That allows you to look for more high-value clients that will pay you more money. Doesn't that make more sense? It does to me. Now, is it easier said than done that you can build your business on high-value clients? 
It is simple, but it's not easy. And there is a difference between those two. If you're thinking to yourself, that's the same. It's not. Simple means it's not complicated. Easy means that it can be done quickly. Two different things. The idea the idea and the theory is sound and it is very simple. But it's not easy. Why is it not easy? It's not easy because it takes time. It takes time. So, for example, if we go with option one and you lower your rates or you start with low rates, quote unquote, what people like to say, competitive. Competitive really means it's a race to zero. You can't win that race. You can't win in that. You can't win that game because everybody's always going to be lowering their prices because everybody's going to be looking for the lower cost. So you can't win that game. You, it's a race to zero. Okay. You just can't do it. I'm sorry, but you can't. So the point of that is if you start that way, yeah, you're going to feel busier, but you're like a hamster in that wheel that's going nowhere. So you want to be busy for busy sake? Well, if that's what you're doing and you're doing it consciously because you're saying, hey, I'm just starting out and I'd rather be outside doing something than in here trying to look for customers because it drives me crazy. Well, then fine. You go ahead and do that. As long as you also realize at the same time that you're not building a business for the future. It's short-term wins, but it's a long-term fail. Which strategy you want to use? Either one is fine. It's harder to build your foundation with high value customers because it takes longer to build your clientele list however once you invest the time and effort your business will come to a point where it just exponentially grows and you won't have to keep trying to find new clients the way you did before maybe now you only spend 10 percent of your time or 10 percent of your budget 10 percent of what you used to spend for marketing because that's what you're basing now your clientele on those people keep calling you i promise you they will that's why it's important to have a financial cushion when we start a business so that you can focus on the appropriate clientele Guys, winning in business sometimes is about saying no. I am going to say no to this client because it's not going to get me closer to my goal. I'm going to be spinning my wheel here. I'm going to be that hamster in the hamster wheel. Running, running, running in place and not going anywhere. That's why it's difficult. Is it doable? Absolutely. Is it simple? Yes. Is it easy? Not so much. But we need to weed out the low-value clients from the high-value clients. We need to make those high-value clients feel appreciated. We not only want to have them thank us when we take their money, but we want to thank them, and we want them to feel it. We want them to know it in the way that we treat them, in how reliable we are, in how trustworthy we are, in the job that we do. That's how you build a business. That's how we build a business. Think about that. They'll keep calling you back. They'll keep referring you to high value customers. Man. 
And I'm going to leave you with this. What is the one question that you can ask to determine a high value from a low value client? Are you ready? The simple question is, what's your budget? If you really want to get down to the nitty gritty and find out, just ask him. Okay, I'd love to help you have a question. What's your budget? A high value client will not freak out. They will give you a number or they will give you a specific range and they won't freak out. They will have been expecting that question and they will have a specific answer to it. Ask a low value client, what's your budget? And they will tell you anything and everything but their budget. Usually it'll be like, well, it depends what's included. Um, We have to see how long it takes. You know, we have to see because we may have some other things that we need to spend on. We're not exactly sure. That's a low value. That's a low value client right there. So if you want to weed out the wheat from the chaff, ask them, what is your budget? simple question with a lot of power it gets right to the point and no there's nothing wrong with asking somebody what their budget is if you go to buy tires for your car they'll ask you what's your budget why is it wrong for us to ask our clients what their budget is it's not like i said it's an expected question from high value clients if you're going to get your kitchen remodeled you need a budget Build your business right. See you on the next one.